Welcome to the IdeaGen Global Partnerships Summit live at the NASDAQ market site. Today, I am honored and privileged to have with us Howard Wright, Vice President for Global Startups Business at AWS. Howard, welcome. Thank you, George. Really appreciate you having us here. You know, it, it's always great to sit down with leaders who are changing the world. And I'd love for the millions of folks that are watching this interview across the planet Tell us a little bit about what you're doing. What are you doing at AWS? Sure. Uh, when I interviewed for the job, I asked one of the um, one of my bosses, "What is the job?" And he said quite succinctly, "The job is to captivate the hearts and minds of the most important startups in the world and the most important VCs in the world and get them up and building on AWS." So we focus on and utilize our global reach to find seven kids in a garage in Palo Alto or Austin or in Shanghai, or any place around the globe. The goal is to unleash all of the assets that we have as AWS to that community, so that community builds the unicorns and the unicorns of tomorrow. I like that, unicorns. I like that. <laughs> that's that's a new term. I might have to start using that. Um, working with startup, startups, you're a powerful partnership. How do you balance everyone's interests to create that symbiotic relationship? Um, we have a couple weapons that we deploy, and then we really think of this as a coalition of the willing. There are folks that are placed and displaced all over the world with fantastic ideas. They need either take that from an on-premise solution into the cloud, mm -hmm. or a lot of our partners build cloud first. So in our repertoire, George, we have go-to-market partners. We have folks that can help you with your cap table. We have folks that can introduce you to the appropriate VCs. We have some of the most intelligent solutions architects, our engineers, to help your CTO get you into and onto the cloud sooner. These pay for themselves as far as we're concerned because we've had over 200,000 startups come through our turnstiles. That's incredible. And incredible. we know what excellence looks like yeah. by their, uh, their brilliance. They've changed our verticals all over the world. And you have the data to back yeah, that up, right? Yeah. So you have the data. So you really do know yeah. what excellence looks like. Are there any specific, I know there are many, yeah. you said 200,000, but which specific startups stand out for you? Which ones or projects? Yeah. Uh, and, and are there any that you'd like to share with us today? Sure. Uh, one that stands out is one of our offerings, which is Activate, which is as you as a company and an entrepreneur or an individual, uh, we give you access to hundreds of thousands of dollars of free credits to start building your wow. workloads on AWS. We're making the bet that as you get more comfortable with the storage and our uh, different containers, you'll be more loyal to AWS. We take those risks early on because those companies become, for instance, if you've ever ridden in an Uber, have you ever stayed at Airbnb? Have you ever been ever binge to watch something on Netflix? We're playing a global game of trying to identify and help these next pioneers yeah. become part of the uh, and use AWS as their cloud partner. Incredible. And at AWS, you're empowering all of these startups to achieve their mission yeah. in alignment with the global goals of the United Nations. Yeah. Those 17 global goals that we talked about yesterday at the yeah. UN, 
that were agreed to unanimously by all 193 member states, yeah. including the United States of America. Yeah. So how are you doing that? Uh, we have a series of leadership principles at Amazon, and a lot of companies talk about their leadership principles, but they're on some poster in some corner of the building. Our leadership principles are woven into every conversation, every email, and certainly every key decision that the company makes. Mm -hmm. One of those leadership principles is hire and develop the best, George. Mm -hmm. So present company excluded, uh, hire and develop the best in terms of how we recruit, how we retain, mm -hmm. how we develop and how we progress our workforce. Mm -hmm. I've had the privilege of having some great mentors that I still talk to today. Those mentors always talked about great leaders develop other great leaders, not followers. And so the balance that we have and what's aligned with IdeaGen and the opportunity is to let's help identify and build together these next great leaders for all of these verticals and segments. You know, you talk about mentors and I know I, I heard yeah. at the UN the power, yeah. the power of mentors. One of my, probably my preeminent mentor was former Congressman Lewis Stokes. And he, um, he was a statesman. Yeah. He transcended politics. He transcended what we view today as politics because he was a statesman mm -hmm. and he, taught me many things, including never mistaking being nice for being weak. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And that's yeah. an important yeah. key lesson because right. why? Because all of these startups that you're helping, they're trying to figure out, do I have to be hard charging? Yeah. How do I treat my employees? Yeah. They're th hearing things like empathy. They're, they're hearing all these different messages and you're helping Howard, yeah. you're helping them understand the key lessons that Lou taught me. I was fortunate that he became my mentor and good friend and leader on helping to create what is IdeaGen today. Yeah. We're fortunate for that. Very much so. But for the folks that aren't, the key lessons that you're helping them learn with these 200,000 startups, mm -hmm. the resources that you're presenting to them and all the rest is changing the trajectory, not only of the United States, but the world. We like to think of it as democratizing access to the cloud. We talk about access as a verb a lot, and sometimes it gets missed that certain groups, certain don't have the same access as other groups. And so part of the other thing that we're very proud of is that we have multiple programs for underrepresented founders, for uh, Latino, for women, for LGBTQ. We are another one of the leadership principles, if you want, as I can continue on my little infomercial about <laughs> Amazon, is with this success and this scale brings deep responsibility to those of us who now have the opportunity to be on a, a, a platform like this. Right. What do you do with that responsibility? We know we're not going to cure racism in the next week. We're not going to cure sexism, nor homophobia, nor Islamophobia. But we're putting our money where our mouth is and then giving the resources to folks from all shapes, colors, nationalities, and sexual orientations to come build with us. Let us help you prove what's possible with AWS. Beautiful. That wasn't an infomercial. That's what, <laughs> that's what you're doing. Are there any other, there's so many yeah. other AWS initiatives that target specifically, you mentioned 
various groups yeah. of underrepresented entrepreneurs. Are there any other ways that you're helping to uplift them? Yeah. Um, I'll take two. We just announced a fund of funds. So we've committed $150 million to four different VCs that have traditionally focused on underrepresented founders. But that's just one step in the journey. We've also created the Impact Accelerator. The Impact Accelerator, it's easiest to think of non-dilutive cash, credits, and access to the smartest SMEs, subject matter experts in the world at AWS. So we've done that for black founders. We're doing it for women founders. We have more coming here very soon, so stay tuned. But the talent is everywhere. Yeah. Access to the capital and the resource is not ubiquitous. And we're trying to demystify that as well. Come find us. Let us help you, again, prove what's possible, regardless of your ethnicity or your sexual orientation. And how do people, is there a vetting process? I mean, what, so there's a, there's a, a you apply. Yeah, you, you apply and we vet and we build these cohorts around okay. these teams that are manageable teams. It's, uh, you know, in the dozens now. And then ideally we're going to expand that to, to, to the hundreds. The idea is what are we going to do with the opportunity and the responsibility that we have? Are we going to rest on our laurels or are we not? And from the board to our S team, our senior leadership team, we have a think big about this in terms of this is our opportunity to put resources behind the things that we believe. And that's why I'm so happy. One of the reasons I'm so happy to have the Amazon on my badge. Well, I had a mentor, another mentor who said to those who much is given, yeah. much yeah. is expected. Yeah. And it sounds to me like Amazon is stepping up, having been given. Yeah so much great success giving back is so critical and it's it's amazing for you and and i know you're humble about it <laughs> but let me tell our global audience for a moment howard wright is leading the way for entrepreneurs across the planet you're leading the way you're having impact and you're you're providing that roadmap that's so difficult for especially for underrepresented folks that are trying to start a business or they're in it it's one of the most difficult things in the world, but they're passionate about it. Your team is vetting it. And then you're giving them the fuel to become successful, yeah. to become successful. That's the story. Yeah. Howard, I want to end with this anecdotal question that I ask all executives. We've done this thousands of times and it's a profound question. It's a very simple question actually, but it kind of goes like this. What is one key lesson, one that you have learned that has the potential to change the world? Key lesson, and I steal this from half a dozen mentors, which is the ability to be an active listener in a meeting, in a room of peers, in the room full of your reports, or the room of your bosses, to actively listen and then use that as actionable intelligence. There's this really soft skill in that, George. We try. I try to perfect it as much as I can. I, I fail miserably some days, and I'm okay other days. I do as well. It is something else that we do, which is a narrative read. Any decision that we have, it's a two-page document or a six-page document, and so you're active listening or you're actively reading the document. 
And the thing that I found most spectacular about uh, Amazon AWS is that our leaders are proximate to the customer. They read the document through the lens of what is the best thing to do for the customer. Customer obsession, another leadership principle. From that, we're going to make the right decision as an organization. For that, it's going to lead to better shareholder value. Again, customer obsession is not a poster. It's not a poster. <laughs> so, somewhere, it's not in the closet. It's somewhere in the closet. It is a principle. Uh, a it's a practicing principle. Principle, and it's imbued in us, and it's imbued in everybody upstairs as well. And so, again, our attention to detail and becoming active listeners for our customers. And me, I like to think that I have the best job at the company, if not one of the best jobs in tech. Again, continue to captivate the hearts and minds of the most important startups and VCs in the world and get them up and building on AWS. And they were unicorns and? Sunicorns. And sunicorns. You're here to hear live at the NASDAQ market site, Howard Wright.